Hey friends, welcome to Let's Be Clear. I am Clear Cherry Reeves and this is a podcast where we get clear, pun intended, about how to find a kingdom perspective in all things. No, really, all things. Whether it be about pursuing your dreams, finding hope and hardship, or just talking about Jesus, we will get raw and honest. I believe it will encourage you. Now, let's dig in. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Um, Yes, I know it's not Monday when you are receiving this, um, but we are here, and I hope you're having a great morning, or maybe it's Wednesday or Sunday when you're listening. Um, As always, I am glad you are here. How are you? Like, really, how are you? I know that we get asked that question in the grocery store um, when we're picking our kids up from school, when we get to work, um, on text messages. But what is the real answer for you today? Um, Just as I was beginning to record this episode, I was praying for you guys as you listen to this. And just know that um, we have to really let people know how we truly are. And God cares about that. He cares about what's really going on in the inside. And I wanted to mention that because it will make sense with this word's week. So, um, or this week's word. Wow, guys. Okay. Um, I'm excited though. It's going to be a good podcast. So I really hope that you can really pay attention and listen. If you're doing something else like folding clothes, we can we can hang with that. But if you have a lot of other stuff going on, I would just really challenge you to try and dial in and really listen to um, to this podcast because I, th- I think it's powerful. It's been powerful for me as I prepared for it, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and I think it's relevant for everyone. So last week we talked about the word pace and how we travel and the rate or, or the way in which we travel and the speed in which we travel and the timing and just how we can trust the Holy Spirit to be our pacemaker, right? He's the one who sets our pace. And then we don't have to worry about getting behind or getting too far ahead and trying to get ahead of God that we can lean in and trust and abide. And that is where our peace comes from as we travel. So this week's word is release. And if you have zero idea what I'm talking about when I say this week's word, um, then you need to look in the show notes um, or on my Instagram at Clearly Stated. We are following along with one word per week from the Focus Devotional. And what I love about this is, yes, it gives me an automatic target, right, to talk about every week, but it challenges me. When I wrote the book, that was one thing, but really to dig in again and really see outside the box. Like we hear all these words, we speak words every day. They're part of our conversations at every moment. They're part of the self-chatter in our heads. But what do they really mean? And what does God have to say about them? Um, And to not be loose with our words, to really realize what is he saying to our hearts. So I'm excited to talk about this word release. So I hope you guys are ready. But as always, before we dig in, We are going to refocus together. You ready? Okay. F, fix your eyes on Jesus. O, open your heart to receive. C, calm your mind. U, unplug from distractions. S, saturate your soul in him. (sighs) 
Didn't that feel good? I love taking a deep breath. Um, and we do that every week because I'm constantly reminded how often we forget to breathe. And one of my friends actually was saying that at a counseling appointment, the main thing that she felt like she learned was that she often forgets to breathe. And that's where a lot of the anxiety comes from is truly feeling like our bodies can't take the time to take a deep breath. So anyway, all right, guys, release. First, I want y'all to think about what are some things, okay, for your own personal life, right? There's no right answer. It's not a a Bible school and, and there's a particular answer that is ding, ding, ding. Whatever it is for you, what are some things that we tend to be scared to release or hesitant to let go of? What is it for you? When you hear that word release, what do you automatically think of? that you know is probably not causing the richest presence in your life or making things easier for you to follow Jesus. AKA, what things in your life or our lives do we most like to experience control? I realized when thinking through these, you know, there are both ones that are obviously harmful, and then there are things that are a lot harder to discern. Um... Some that are just everyday and are not all like an obvious stronghold, for example, might be relationships, right? Which include both romantic and friendship, financial stress. We all can relate to that because, hello, we have to live. Perfectionism, that could even be seen as a desire to be great or to do excellent work, but it can quickly become an idol. People-pleasing, man, I am so guilty of this. Um, And I think when we think about the word release, we have to really get to why are we so stuck on holding on to this thing? Addiction to affirmation or other addictions that society deems normal or even good, like worry. Like sometimes we think worry is code for being responsible or being aware or, you know, being up to date with current events. But Um, And then there's the other negatives, right? There's the other, or not negatives, but there's the other things that we know we need to release that are just a lot more obvious. You know, things like addictions like alcohol or drugs or eating disorder or anything like that that we know it is truly crippling and consuming our lives. Other strongholds and those can be, gosh, such an array of things. I mean, everything is such an on an individual basis. and, And I think... You know, we we tend to know what those are for us, and so I don't even want to really go through all these labels because I think then we can exclude ourselves. But the Holy Spirit tells us we know when there are those things that are keeping us from moving forward. Um, Anything that you hide, anything, anything that you wouldn't want everyone to know is often something that is keeping you and holding you back. Toxic relationships, that's one that, you know, honestly, I think we just get so comfortable. So we have all these things, y'all, and I wanted to mention them because I think, you know, we hear these words, but what is it for you? Like, I mentioned a few. Think about it for your own life and, and the season that you're in and, and what God's asking of you. What might be some things that you need to release? Um, but when the rubber meets the road, like we said, it's easy to talk about. It's a whole other story. So if so many of us struggle with releasing what we know if we would release, would make our lives richer. Why don't we? Why are we still hesitant? So I wanted to go through a few things so that we can just nip these in the bud and realize 
and really dig into our fears behind the release or why we're scared to let go of some things and what God has to say about that. My first point is this, is that sometimes we hold on to things and people that hurt us because we would rather remain comfortable than have to let it go. You know, I am notorious for this, and I can see it so much in my past, and I really have to be careful of this, is that I tend to romanticize what I have because it feeds the story of not not having to let it go, right? We can become really good at convincing ourselves of one thing because we're scared of the alternative. I also think, to be honest, that we sometimes fear who will be on the other side of it. Like what, what will, or who or what, or like what will we have to change? And can we handle it? Are we scared to be alone? Also, I think sometimes we feel like we have to um, almost reintroduce ourselves to others and to ourselves. What do I mean by that? Well, when we have gotten accustomed to living a certain way, and in turn being a certain way, right, we sometimes get afraid to learn a new way. And what if, we re- what if what we release requires us to alter some relationships or not upkeep our reputation that they are so used to us fulfilling? I think that this is important to think about because I think it's often subconscious um, how quickly we tend to cling to things just because they've been there for a long time. It's like a bad swing set in our yard I don't even know why that just came to my brain but it's like well it's not hurting anyone and I don't want to move it um it's always been there that's probably a really bad analogy but what I'm saying is we get used to these things being there and being present and we just get comfortable and we don't allow room okay so the analogy kind of works right so it takes up space And a lot of times what God's asking us to release is simply so that we have eyes to see what he wants to put in that spot. And if we have things just because we want to fill space to make us feel important, to make us feel busy, to just make it our lives feel more full than they really are, we don't allow for that space to be filled with what God wants for us. But what I'm learning is the more that we practice the art of letting go, the easier it becomes to surrender it to his hands. As we exercise our faith, God proves that we can trust him. Y'all, in the test of faithfulness, he always passes. So that's really good news for us, right? As we release it into his hands, we can trust what's on the other side of it. John 8, 32 says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. When God asks us or reveals things to us and we realize the truth of a situation, it always leads to freedom. It may be a hard road to maybe let go of our hands and rid our white knuckle grasp on some stuff, right? But on the other side of that is always freedom. It's always freedom. And I've really been asking myself with thinking about this podcast, are there some areas that I'm still white knuckling, thinking I'm controlling, but I'm kind of scared to let them go. Have I gotten comfortable and I've made it work, right? I've made it my normal to carry on with these things hurting my hands and diminishing the abundance of my life, but I've just gotten used to it. I don't know. I think it's a fair question for all of us to ask because we're human, right? And we tend to do that. My next thought on why we're kind of scared to release things is, 
we are afraid that if we release what we have, okay, so what's in our hands, in our lives, what fills our time, what God gives us won't be as desirable. And what is so crazy about this is that this reveals our lack of trust in God and his provision. When we have witnessed his provision over and over and over again, and we know that the only reason we have anything of value is him. It also reveals our own pride in believing that, you know, we know more about what's good and what's best for us and our lives than our God and the maker of us knows. Isn't that nuts? Like, isn't it crazy how many times God has saved us? And I can speak just for myself, okay? Maybe this is not true for you, but I would bet a lot of money that it is. It's really crazy to think about how many times God has saved me, provided for me, restored my life, sealed my confidence, opened doors for me, and yet still I doubt what might come from his hands. You know, I think instead of trying really hard to find more confidence in our circumstances, we can put our energy towards learning his character. This is something that's been really helpful for me because I think a lot of times we try really hard to go, okay, I'm just going to, I want to find more confidence in this place. And a lot of times that feels really elusive. And so this is a tangible way in a realistic way that no matter what our reality looks like right here, right now, we can do this and our confidence in what's to come will increase is if we focus on learning his character. Because as we do, there's no way we will want to keep what he's asking us to let go of when we know what he's capable of providing. Y'all, it's not just that we want our hands to be rid of what's hurting us, right? It's not just that that rope that we've been holding is causing some serious blisters on our hands. It's that we want to be able to firmly grab a hold of what we know will heal us. We want to be available to hold what is holy. That's totally different than just letting go of what's hurting us is that we have the power and the authority and the ability and the miracle to be able to hold what will heal us. Like what in the world? Why would we ever hold on to what's hurting us? And yet so many times we do, and that's often just because we we struggle to really trust that what God is going to give us is more desirable. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I love that scripture because, man, how can you read that and just not think, wow, wherever I've been, whatever the seasons looked like, however dry this desert has felt, however long this wilderness has felt like I've been walking, I can trust that God is doing a new thing. What he asks us to release on the other side of it, y'all, it will always be more desirable. It's often what we prayed, what we would have prayed for had we have known everything we truly needed. We're just pretty short-sighted, right? We aren't God, newsflash to all of us. Okay, so I think that's another reason. So we have, sometimes we hold on to things because they're comfortable, right? 
so we don't have to let them go. The others that we're afraid to release what we have because what God gives us won't be as desirable on the other side of it. Another reason is that if shame, you know, or guilt have a voice in any area of our lives and we have not fully released it to God, I think a lot of times our hesitancy or our hang up with release and that the art of letting go is really that that shame and that guilt still are the soundtrack in our minds. And here's the thing about the freedom that we talked about, like John 8.32 says that we were talking about earlier, is that the freedom that the gospel offers doesn't focus on whether we are qualified to receive freedom. Y'all, we will never be qualified to receive freedom. It looks at Jesus, the picture of righteousness, and says, He is qualified, and He has covered us. That is the gift of the gospel. Oftentimes when we have an area, um, I think, that we've, you know, nursed for a really long time and not fully released, whether that be more of like the inside work that we know is happening on the inside and there's still a lot of healing, and that's a process, right? We are always in process, but I think sometimes on the outside or things can be a little bit better and there's still a lot going on on the inside. And we've become so used to having the same conversation in our heads, that even when things get better or we stop a behavior or we let go of a relationship or whatever it is, we still don't accept the freedom on the other side of it. And I think that's because, you know, a lot of times we might actually have the tangible, we might let go or something might leave our lives or we might stop a behavior. But we, we don't fully really, here's the thing about release is that when God releases us, he releases us to run, to run. And our toxic self-talk is not from God. Like he convicts our hearts, right? He opens our eyes to some things that we need to let go of so that we can be released to run. But the enemy condemns to imprison. The enemy says, hey, I want you to get inside your own head and I want you to hang out there. I want you to get a sleeping bag and I want that to be your home. I want you to be so intrinsically focused that you can't see out, that you don't realize what God is doing in your life and in the world around you. But see, when we release something to his care, we receive his peace on the other side of it. So when we truly release it, y'all, like I think that's a big way that we can say, okay, have I really released this? And this is something I've seen in my own life when it comes to insecurity and body image and, and self-confidence and stuff is even if the behavior stopped or uh, things have gotten better or this is happening is that that toxic self-chatter that tends to run the real in my mind reveals some roots that maybe still need some healing. Have I really released or am I, am I letting the enemy have have a say when it comes to that area? Am I trying to earn my freedom because of choices that I've made? I think that's hard because that's our human tendency, right? We feel like if for such a big, gigantic, huge, life-changing gift, surely there has to be effort. But that is called grace, lavished grace, and it's the gift of the gospel. So when we start to hear that toxic self-talk, that is not from our God. He convicts us to release. He convicts to release so that we run, right? That's how we know when we have truly let it go and let him work. When we talk about this, the art of letting go, right? How, when we talk about releasing, 
I think a big thing is how do we know what we should be keeping? Like, what does deserve room in my life? And how do I know what needs to be released? And here's the thing is that what we can come down to, and it sounds very simple, um, because it kind of is. <laughs> like, I think we can break it down. It's very, it can be individually played out in all of our lives, but really it comes down to this. If it does not please God, it's not ours to hold. One uh, uh, There's a scripture that really gives us clarity on what we should allow to enter our minds, our hearts, our bodies, our souls, all of that. Every bit of us, okay? 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? You see, reading this scripture, it wasn't at first that I was going, okay, so that helps me know what to release. But reading it again, I thought, oh my gosh, that there's so much clarity in that. Because really, anything that doesn't align with the truth of his word is not meant to enter our minds. We are God's temple. God's spirit dwells in us. And if you know anything about the significance of temples during the New and the Old Testament, then you know that they were of high esteem. Like they... Time and time and more time and lots of more time and time and resources and riches and everything were spent on making these temples extraordinary. They were created with extremely particular measurements, materials, and methodology. So when scripture tells us that we are God's temple, y'all, that word is not, it's used on purpose. Like that, that's a crucial thing for us to understand. We can't afford to not realize the importance of this scripture. And this is why the power of release is also so crucial. We are not our own. And I think this is a big thing for me because it's kind of like realizing this. There is, we have the authority and we also have accountability to God, to the Holy Spirit. He's inside of us. What are we allowing in? Is it allowing him to be delighted and pleased with us? Does it give us life? Is it? peaceful you know just like with the temples and the attention needed to build and complete and house the presence of God so it's the same with our bodies so being reckless with our mind or our spirit or our heart or our body is equivalent to being reckless with God and that is a big statement I know but I think if we can understand the scripture it's really comforting for a lot of reasons and just to know like wow the honor of the fact that we aren't our own but what does that mean right and what does that call us in our current lives to let go of or to take hold of um another thing that i think is really important to consider with release and a reason why we often get hesitant to fully let go is that you know sometimes we are called to release things for a season so that we can receive what he has for us in the next season. And y'all, this is a big one because I feel like I have to relearn this lesson over and over and over again. I am pretty stubborn, so that's not too shocking. But, you know, just because we change up our priorities right now because of our circumstances, our current obligations, or a heightened need to keep our attention in, say, one place or another— Um, depending on what's happening in our lives, that does not mean that we have to have a funeral for some things we had to let go of right now. 
So just because, you know, say we had to lessen, these are good things. We had to lessen our volunteering at an organization or we had to step away from being room mom or we had to stop doing a certain group or a Bible study for right now. Or we no longer go to that certain fitness class at that certain time with the group of friends or we're having to do home workouts or I don't know what it is. I know those are just simple things, but I think simple things are crucial because the simple things make up the everyday things and the everyday things make up our lives. So I guess what I'm saying is maybe we, if we can really understand that just because God calls us to release something right now doesn't mean he's saying it's a forever thing. Sometimes it is. But Acts 1-7 says, He said to them, It is not for you to know times or epochs which the Father has fixed by his own authority. I love that because what he's saying is, Hey, he's God, you're not. If he asks you to release it for a season, it's because he knows what's coming up. Trust him, right? If we are the ones deciding what is comfortable, fun, or preferable for us to hold, then yes, that should scare us. But if we are asking God, if we are leaning into him and he's telling us what is for each season, then we can rest assured that it's for our best. You know, the hard thing I think about seasons, um, and we say this word so all the time, I feel like it's halfway Christianese because it's like, okay, well, when's season in? What's qualified season? Um, But, you know, the thing about it is that we tend to want the flowers from spring, right? The sunshine from summer, the changing leaves of fall. And the snow from winter all at the same time. We want the best of the best of the best at all moments. And this tends to be our desire, but in a less literal way in our lives, it comes back to the same point. Just because we have to let go for now doesn't mean we will have to let go forever. And the beauty of seasons is that the, the season that we are in helps us appreciate the season we were in and the season that's to come. And... Maybe once we let go now, we will realize that we actually didn't want something. Maybe we'll realize that we actually want something different for our forever. Because here's the deal, y'all. We often think, and I say this all the time, but we, we, we think that we know what we want and what we need. When in actuality, we rarely do. I love um, to think about the fact that, you know, seasons change. But God doesn't. So we can take heart because good things are always on their way. Um, And I kind of mentioned this next point earlier. But, you know, when our hands are full, we aren't available to pick up what God has for us. And, okay, let me explain something that I think is important with this point. I don't mean like we are presented with another option for something. But because we are busy, we say no. Okay, I think that's an easier way to go, okay, well, that's an obvious option. What I think is what I've seen in my own life is that when my hands are full, I eliminate a large chunk of possibility for people to say, hey, clear, I wanted to reach out to you about this potential opportunity, but everything seemed so crazy or so busy or you already had so much going on or because our hands are full, which means our schedules are slammed. We don't place ourselves in environments to help us dream again or push the current boundary lines of our comfort zones. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. That's what we want, right? The springs of life, but we have to be on guard. And a way that we guard our hearts is by realizing what's in our hands. 
Are they so full that we aren't allowing ourselves to be available for what God has for us? Maybe we reevaluate our schedule a little bit. Maybe we think about the way that we're investing in relationships. Maybe we consider our current obligations. Maybe we dial back a little bit or consider that thing that God maybe nudged just a little bit that might be time to let go of for a season um, or two or forever. Um, the next thing is if we want to release the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we must constantly release the desire for us to be great in our own power. I'm going to say this again because I think this is a huge thing with release that we often don't realize and it is truly a big game changer. If we want to release the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we must constantly release, okay, so day by day, moment by moment, the desire for us to be great in our own power. Let me tell you what keeps us small and stagnant and craving significance but never finding it. When we try to live relying on our own power. It is tempting. We actually think we can do it sometimes. But y'all, we have the Holy Spirit. Like why? Why would we ever settle for ourselves when we have access to the Holy Spirit? Why? Why would we ever do that? We have the Spirit of the God of the entire universe and the same Jesus that solidified our salvation on the cross we have access to that spirit why would we try to empower our flesh when it was meant to be crucified we can release the need to be great when we rest in the truth that only God is great because it is then that he is made great in us and doesn't that just make you take a deep breath the pressure is off our shoulders he is great And as we release things into the hands of the one who is great, he inhabits us and he helps us do great things together. I want to end with a question because I think that as we survey our past and we can look at where we've been and what we've done and what life has looked like for us, I think it's really helpful to let reality be our friend. And when I thought about this question, it was really humbling because I'll just tell you what the question is. Have you ever regretted releasing anything into the Savior's hands? Honest answer, no. Never. Not once. I have certainly regretted not releasing things into his hands many times. I have never regretted giving anything to God. Um, every week in the devotional, we end with a focus tip. And this is just a practical way to apply this word release to our lives. So, This week's is this, when feelings of shame or uncertainty come to mind, think of the word release and ask God to fill you with his love, joy, and peace instead. Y'all, that's how faithful he is, is that in a moment's time, when we're struggling, when there's a lot on our plates, when we want to hold up things that we want to keep hold of things that he's saying to let go of, he helps us and he gives us his peace and he gives us his joy and he gives us his love. And he says, I'm here. And his presence changes everything. I'm going to end with what's usually the Monday prayer. But honestly, and I've said this many times over, it's a prayer for every day. In fact, I, I keep this on the background of my phone for every week. 
And I say it to myself over and over and over again, and I read it in the language. I just let it fill my soul and permeate just my being. I think it's so important for us to speak life over ourselves and really prophesy, hey, Lord, this is what I believe for what's coming up. So if you can, close your eyes. If not, no worries. I will just read this aloud, and I am believing this for your life and mine. Hey, Jesus, thank you for the gift of another week. The skies declare the work of your hands and the greatness of your glory. Beginning this week, I am filled with new hope. Will you awaken my heart to your guidance and wisdom? I do not have to guess what pleases you when I take the time to be a student of your word. It shows me the way to go. Help me be courageous as you tell me what to release and what to cling to as I walk. Remove all distractions that arise. Teach my heart to trust that you will never withhold good from those who love you. I can place all my confidence in that truth. Thank you for stripping away the guilt and the shame that takes root when I hold on to things much longer than I should. You revive me there. This week, my hands will be open to what you call me to receive and what you call me to release. Filling myself up at your well, I find abundant life. What a privilege it is to be led and loved by you. I choose to have a peaceful heart, a hopeful spirit, and a powerful mind. So thankful to be your child. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Y'all, doesn't that feel good to receive and say it over your life? That's true no matter what you've already done this morning, no matter if you've yelled at people in traffic, no matter if you um, got upset with your kids, with your husband, you got upset with God that you're single I'm going there y'all yes whatever is gone through our minds this is true for us and we get to cling to it and let it and let it be what we believe um, for this week so I am praying for your week I hope that um, that you allow yourself to just be with him because his presence changes everything and if this podcast did encourage you would you mind sharing it um, y'all have been amazing about that and rating, leaving ratings and writing reviews and ri- reading those v- reviews that you guys have written has been, I don't know, I just always feel shocked that y'all take the time to say those words and it means a lot to me. It's encouraged me to leave reviews on other podcasts because I just realized how much it fills up my spirit and, um, and just reminds me of my why and I'm thankful. I'm so thankful that they encourage you. So if you do Um, resonate with this be sure to share it on your stories and tag me so we can see it and um, subscribe to the podcast so that when it does come out next week which it will come out on Monday as usual um, instead of Tuesday and you will get it on your feed so thank you all so much for joining us I hope that you know that you are loved and seen and that you have a great week we will see you next week